your host, Sophie Spatero. And Kevin. And today we also have Nicole. Hello. Uh, we are talking with Miss Terry today. Uh, Terry, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? And uh, what are you doing? Well, I was born in Queens, New York. Uh, not really, you know, my life, uh, you know, went from New York to Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Culture shop there. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> to um, Vegas. Moved around San Diego. But I'm now in California. Very peaceful here. Um, besides all our fires. But uh, yeah, just, you know, living uh, more of a day-to-day type of thing. Until mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I don't know what the word is, uh, better, a better me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not, you know, I have my kids. <clears throat> They're my main, uh, my main focus. Uh, my grandkids. Just yeah. trying to, uh, you know, be a better me and. Have them, you know, be a better them. Yeah, I think that's what we're all working on these days is trying to be uh, our best self. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, I mean, where, do you, where do you live in California? I live in uh, Redding, California. Okay. It's, uh, I live close to... <clears throat> I mean, I live in actual part is Anderson, California, which is like 10 minutes away from Redding, but uh, very peaceful here. Uh, I feel pretty safe here compared to the other places that I've lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of things going on over here that, you know, I have to worry about or yeah. it's pretty nice. I mean, if the fires, you know, Stop. We'll stay away. <laughs> yeah, the fires have been pretty brutal um, this year, too. You know, with the fires and then the temperature, like today being 115. Oh, Lord. Uh, between the smoke and the, you know, everything, you really can't be outside too much. Yeah. But it's uh, it's good. I mean... Life is life is good. Life's looking up. Um, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping pretty soon I will be able to um, put the things that I've learned to use uh, with all this, all my experiences to use somehow. But uh, I'm not quite there yet. I know um, doing the podcasts doing certain things or getting me there but I'm not there yet what um, here, what are some things like you like I've never done this before like you would like to know that would help me you know 
Well, I've seen some of your paintings and I was going to ask you what, where you get your inspiration for your paintings there. I really like them. They're really pretty. So my, my paintings, um, I started when I was like, geez, I must've been like 12 years old, I guess. And my aunt, she, uh, she used to paint a lot with pastels Mm -hmm. and when uh, I was going through some things in life, I had stopped painting. Uh, you know, sometimes you have people in your life that aren't the best for you. So they right. mm-hmm. try to encourage you to fail. Yeah. And exactly. it takes you to uh, stop listening to those that those words on in your mind. You know, so... One day, um, I don't know, probably like three years ago, I guess, I started uh, doing watercolors and acrylic and pastels and started looking things up on the internet for different ideas. Mm -hmm. And um, my lion picture, my favorite, when um, I started that one, it was a mess. It was a bloody mess. I had half of it like abused and the other half nice. And I kept taking it to my uh, therapist and um, I cleaned it up. It took me about three months, but I cleaned it up to what it is now. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's more of a feeling thing. And with that one too, yeah, I think I used different tools for that, but I used a flat screwdriver. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I uh, made a mess and I got the screwdriver out and I started working with it and realized that I can do different things with the screwdriver. Uh, I've done quite a few, most of my work has gone to the therapist or uh, different places. I'm not, you know, a few of my neighbors, they send me a picture and it could be the middle of the night. I'll wake up and uh, start painting. Oh, wow. Sounds um, like a good release for you, too. Yeah, between that that, and, you know, I do a lot of gardening. I do. I work with a lot of my neighbors. I do uh, a lot of planting, a lot of flowers, fruits, vegetables. Uh, I've gotten more creative. I noticed since I've been listening to um, a different, another podcast, it's helped me in ways that um, no counselor's been able to get me there. Yeah. Um, they've really helped me a lot um, between the journaling and a lot of things. I'm, I'm pretty thankful where I am right now. Uh, I got to take a look at myself yesterday in the mirror and realized how far I came, I've come. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really thankful. I'm I'm definitely pretty lucky and that's, blessed. That's good. Good. What podcast is it that you've been listening to in case um, some of our listeners would be interested in it as well? It's um, the um, – I went blank. It's uh, Badge Tony's uh, podcast and Colin. The, the oh. Spark. 
the spark podcast the spark thank you i should know that <laughs> i uh, have a turtle and i or a few turtles and i named one the spark oh <laughs> yeah um it was uh i don't know what the right word is but i accidentally ran into that podcast and started listening to it and uh it's helped me a lot um i mean it's helped me more than 30 years of counseling. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Tony's really knowledgeable, too, because uh, actually Tony's going to come on our podcast, too. Yes. His, you know, his injury, and then I haven't had that exact injury, but I have been injured that way. Um, it's, it's eye-awakening. Like, I've never honestly even addressed it being being shot uh for some reason i never addressed it because there was too many other things to address you would think i would have addressed that but not until this last year listening to that podcast did i start addressing those issues with that were you shot in the line of duty or was it just a random thing uh no i was in a very bad uh, uh marriage and um and he shot me in the leg oh my gosh yeah and i never told well i mean when when they came to help me it was new year's eve uh when they came to help me i didn't even do anything to him uh i let it go but i didn't i didn't walk for probably two years holy oh. cow and uh, I was just talking to someone yesterday and I thought I didn't even go to physical therapy except for at that time at the hospital. I was there almost a month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I just, uh, I don't know, for some reason I never addressed it. I know it, I know I have, I really, uh, somebody was watching over me because I came out of there with that uh, shattered leg, and um, I still have a piece of board in there, and uh, it grew onto the bone where the actual shot was. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I've never addressed it. The only time I, I'm actually angry about it is when, uh, like this morning, when I went to go walk just three miles, and I noticed I was limping. Uh, but then I thought, well, I have my leg. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I can't be mad at my, my self, you know, it's just yeah. something that happened and I got to move on and just be thankful that, you know, I have a leg to talk about. <laughs> right. Right. I know it's hard sometimes, especially when you've been through something like that and then you, you do get angry, um, and it's hard to let that anger go sometimes. Yeah. You, you know, the funny thing, uh, you know, is a lot of people, I don't, a lot of people talk about forgiveness. And um, I don't, I've never forgave anybody. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I've never been mad. I don't forgive. Uh, you know, when you do something to somebody, 
you you know obviously you're hurting them yeah uh, so i don't know uh, i don't know it's it's uh, a funny thing when you get have trauma it's uh i just needed to learn how the i needed to learn coping skills and that's i think more of a failure for people is they don't get the coping skills that they need to know the difference to take care of themselves right uh but and and then plus a lot of people think well these bad things happen to you so you're not a good person your mind's not good or, you know different what do they call it the stigma right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah they have this negative thing towards you that uh, you're never going to be right so you're not good enough to be near them and um it's really the opposite way because you're a lot smarter because you've gone through these things right um i don't i agree I just recently, too, thanks to the the podcasts, um, I've started, I've always stuck up for myself since, you know, everything has happened to me because I got shot in 78. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been so much more. Uh, but um, I don't know. I I have been able to say... I'm walking away from things. I mean, I can totally stick up for myself. Uh, I don't care who likes me, doesn't like me anymore. Right. I just That's know. the hardest thing. I think the hardest thing to learn how to do is just be like, I don't care. I love me. And you don't, how you feel about me doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, you know, even I had a conversation with my, my daughter not very long ago, and I told her that for my age and and everything, it doesn't matter who likes me or doesn't like me because I pay my bills. I take care of myself. I'm the one that um, if I have a bad dream and uh, and it's horrific, I'm the one that has to deal with it. There's nobody else there to pat me on the back. Mm-hmm. So I told her it doesn't make a difference to me. Um, I don't have to. The main thing, too, is you don't have to force someone to like you, love you, care about you. Right. And you don't need anybody to do anything for you because if you have the willpower, you could do it all yourself. That's That's right. You versus you. You know, Mm -hmm. if you go through a lot of things in life, um, I mean, one thing over another, you just learn to uh, take care of your own self. Uh, And you, there's been a lot of people that now that will talk to me. And I, I thank my lucky stars that I'm not where they are anymore. or I don't have to look over my shoulder or. Right. None of that anymore. Uh, You know, there's a lot. uh, That's good. You know. um, Because people have a 
to learn from your story. Yeah, you know, and there's some people like there's some people that I've met on the other podcast that uh, they'll talk to me. And then, well, yesterday I had made a comment to someone and I had said to them, if you're not really going to try, don't try to talk to people about it because mm-hmm. you're wasting the time that they can improve themselves on your nonsense. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't, you know, with these types of things, like sometimes you might wind up with some type of addiction, but for me to cover, to, you know, put a bandaid over your problem, your problem's still there. Right. Exactly. And I don't need a bandaid anymore. I think I've had the bandaid for too long. So I, um, I try not to engage with the people that keep saying they can't. If I hear that word, I can't, it frustrates me. Right. You don't need those people in your life. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get very frustrated because I, I tell a neighbor, she goes, I can't walk. My leg hurts. My back hurts. And I said, there's people without legs. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. you can't say you can't. I never want to hear that word. You can't because. You can. Yeah. I've, I've sat many times and thought, you know, you're lucky if you see daylight tomorrow <laughs> or in the next hour. And I've seen daylight over and over again. So I pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty much a loner. Uh, I, I don't really, like I talk to people, I help people that are older than me because I know I'm going to be older one day and hope someone helps me if I need it. Mm-hmm. But um, I pretty much stay to myself because of everything. Uh, I do like to help where I can or, but otherwise I'm just working on me like every day. Right. Right. Protect yourself. Yeah. It's, there's so much that I know that I need to learn, you know, to be, I'm not sure to be a better me because I'm not even sure who me is yet, Mm -hmm. but just for me to feel comfortable in my own skin. That's, that's what it is. Uh, and that's a hard struggle sometimes. And it's a, uh, sometimes it can be a never ending battle. Like you'll feel good one day and then the next day you're back a couple steps. Yeah. As long as I watch what I'm doing during the day and I try not to be near people that are not good for me. Mm-hmm. Or people that I feel I have to force myself on, mm-hmm. then I can keep my dreams in check at night. How how, how I sleep at night is how my day is going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was actually just telling them this morning. I didn't get to sleep till five o'clock this morning. <laughs> I didn't go to the gym. That's one of the ways I've started to get back on track is the gym and I didn't go to the gym mm-hmm. but my day didn't set me up for a very good night's sleep yeah I um got on I got on Facebook yesterday to uh 
tell my niece happy birthday. And then someone sent me a message to tell me that she had passed away. I'm so oh sorry. Goodness. Yeah. And um, oh at first goodness. I was a little angry. And then I thought, you know, I can't be, who am I supposed to be mad at? You know? Right. Um, I honestly believe she's in a better place. Uh, you know, her, her father, uh, my brother, her father, you know, he passed away at 25 from his seizures. Mm. And so uh, it was kind of, I don't know, I think I was more upset because I was the one that had found him passed away mm. when I was pregnant. So her passing away was rough, uh, mm. you know, but I feel like she's in a better place with him, the, right. her mother. Uh, it's not a place I'm ready to go to, but um, right. <laughs> yeah, and she's I don't not, not suffering anymore. She she was kind of a she was only uh, she yesterday was her birthday. She would have been uh, thirty seven. <laughs> That's younger than me. Yeah, I mean, they all, you know, my 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 well i don't like to say mother but my brother's mother he um she died like a year and a half before him from the same thing she had seizures mm -hmm. and so uh she was 42 42 my brother's 25 there so i i feel there's a i have a special uh I have some type of purpose mm -hmm. uh, because I've made it this long. I don't think I need to be punished the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I used to look at it as a punishment, but now I feel like it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm supposed to help somebody somehow. You have a purpose. Yeah. I feel like there is a reason for all of this. Um, but I don't know. It's, you know, I have my, my kids they are, you know, they're, they're doing well. Mm -hmm. I think they wish that I was uh, in a different, a different person, but I am, you know, like I tell them, I am who I am. And uh, every day I work on it from the time I get up to the time I go to sleep, I'm working on me to be better for me. It's not for nobody else. It's for me. And um, I'm trying to, last night I started uh, looking to make a painting for your, for your podcast. Aww. Oh, awesome. And um, I'm not sure what kind of colors or, you know, you'd have to let me know. But uh, yeah, that's one thing I like doing is uh, the painting. I took myself off this, well, I wasn't painting for a while because the doctor, I started having seizures and the doctor said it was from my PTSD because mm -hmm. I would have seizures. And I was angry. I was pretty angry for a while uh, because I would start to have the shutdown and then have these seizures. 
So I was on medication for, I don't know, a year or two. And uh, I just stopped taking the medicine. I stopped taking it about three, four months ago without permission. Uh, and I haven't had a seizure. Actually, I haven't had a seizure since I had my COVID shot. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> I had the COVID shot and had a seizure real bad that day. Whew. Oh, goodness. But, um, yeah, I'm, I've gotten off my medication. Uh, you know, just I haven't had any seizures. I haven't, I've been really watching who I'm near. Uh, I'm still, you know, I still have to avoid the uh, certain crowds and, uh, certain noises, things like that. But it's a day-to-day, you know, process. Uh, mm -hmm. It didn't happen overnight, so it's not going to go away overnight. Right, exactly. Right. But um, I, you know, I think our worst enemy is our own mind. Very much so. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to, uh, my hands haven't been shaken. Like I paint uh, pine cones and bottles and everything possible I'll paint. Um, so I just started working on another painting and uh, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty, pretty happy that I'm starting it again because now without that medicine, uh, I mean, my fingers were bending and all kinds of stuff from that medicine. Yeah. Oh, it, Kevin I shared a few of your pictures, um, and uh, it was a lady reaching out. Um, that oh, that's done. one of my bathroom. <laughs> well, I actually, it was so funny because, like, when he sent it to me, my mind instantly went to, ooh, that would make a really neat tattoo. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because uh, it's the lady with the little on her head, right? Correct. Her hands up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's in my bathroom. I um I make these other things too. I didn't send it because I sent it to you after. But I do make other things. Half of my neighbors have these things I created for their bathrooms. <laughs> but I have that picture next to it. Um, I've made quite a few. I do um, flowers, people. Um, sometimes I'll see something when I'm walking or even in a book, I'll take a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, there's one on, uh, there's one actually on the, on the sparks, the spark podcast that I did. And it's, uh, an angel with wings and it's holding another angel with a chain on it. Oh yeah. I saw that one. Yeah, that one, uh, I have a neighbor who, uh, I don't know, she she has some health problems. And I said to her, here, you need this picture more than I do. I don't feel chained anymore. Wow. And, I, and I gave her uh, that one. That one was, that one actually didn't take me too long to make, believe it or not. Uh, that one's pretty powerful. It sounds it. Yeah. And uh, there's, I'm, I do a lot of, uh, you know, Jack and Sally, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I have a crazy collection of that. And so 
I have paintings of that on my wall. And my grandkids paint with me, too. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they do. I posted some pictures they did, too. We did uh, flowers and houses. and They're actually pretty good. Um, my The one in the bathroom that you were talking about, the one, uh, uh -huh. I had made a few pictures and gave them to my uh, my daughter-in-law or ex-daughter-in-law. And she uh, took them to the tattoo guy. It's funny you said that. And um, he he asked me to do some other stuff. But my hands uh, at that time were, like I said, that medicine they had me on for the seizures was. I started noticing uh, it was only on one side of my body, the shaking. Mm -hmm. And then my leg that had gotten injured, uh, it was having a lot of nerve neuropathy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I stopped painting. I stopped doing a lot of stuff. I didn't even walk for a while uh, till I got it all under control. Mm -hmm. So uh, now I'm hoping to get back at it. I've had a few people ask me to uh, make paintings to sell them, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's something that I don't want to sell. It's just something that I do. Right. That's not your purpose behind doing it. Isn't to make the money. It's to, I guess, find your release, your, re your relaxation almost. Yeah. It's, it's like something came out of me and I'm, and I'm trying to use it for good, you know, like the different, you know, half of my, half of my neighbors over here have something. I made them one thing or another. And see, for me, it's the doing the podcast, working with Sophie and Kevin doing this one and belonging to some of the face group, Facebook groups, sorry, that we all belong to. Is that's where I get my like inspiration from and like where I feel like I'm helping others through what I've been through. So I understand the artwork side, though. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. <laughs> you know what? Once I started, it I started with just like doodling, mm -hmm. coloring it in, and then looking at it. It's kind of like looking at clouds. You look at a cloud, and if you look at it long enough, you could see an animal or, or a face or something out of it. That's a really neat way to look at it. And that's how I do my painting. I might start to do a waterfall, might make a house or, or flowers or um, I was doing postcards for a while, like gift cards. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I have the one, uh, I couldn't go to counseling one day, or she canceled on me again, I should say. And um, and I started uh, doing these little, I had an idea to do these like postcards. And there's one on there. It was uh, lilies and some other stuff. <laughs> but um. I'm going to get back to doing the big pictures like uh, the flowers and mm -hmm. I'm working on one right now. It's a tree. I think I, I sent uh, Kevin a picture yesterday. It's a tree, but the body of the tree is a person. Oh, oh wow. Cool. And then the background's all flowers, then the sunset. It's really pretty. Um, and I just started work. Well, actually, I've been working on it for about a week. <laughs> it's sitting here looking at me but 
I came up with some other ideas, you know, making jelly for people. And mm-hmm. now I want to know the story about the monkey. Bye. Oh, the monkey. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's I got to hear that story. Well, my daughter loves to travel and go out of the country a lot. So she said, Mom, let's we want to go out of the country with me. And I said, sure. So we went to Thailand. And um, that was a good eye opener for me. Uh, but we went to this beautiful beach and there was like thousands of monkeys <laughs> <laughs> in all sizes. <laughs> and um, and I actually had one sitting on my shoulder for a few hours, just walking around with me. And people over there in Thailand, they don't, uh, I don't see anybody on, on drugs. They're, they just drink, drink a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> quite a bit, quite a bit, more than I like to see. And, um, but I uh, went to turn around to look at the water because the water is so blue and clear. You could see the, the bottom all the way out from miles out. It's so pretty. And as I turned around, I felt something grab my leg that got hurt, which I baby a lot. Uh, I felt something grab me. I mean, I knew right away. It grabbed me and I felt this pain and I just knew that I was getting ready to get bit. (laughs) So it got me right behind my knee at that, on the right side of my leg. And, uh, I shook it and and had to punch it quite a few times in that head, big head of his. And um, anyways, I got it off and I could tell, you know, I got bit bad. And so I looked over to my daughter and she had just got bit on her arm from the monkey that was on me. Oh, wow. The little monkey. You got both of y'all. The one that liked me bit her on the wrist. But it didn't, it didn't uh, draw blood. Mine, I could feel it. um, Because this, my left leg doesn't have a lot of feeling in it. It's more numb. Mm -hmm. In most places, it just like tingles, has a tingling feeling to it. So when it grabbed me and bit me, I mean, I I can't explain the pain because the way that my leg is, but uh, I knew I was in trouble. So the bad thing is that was the first day since, so I went to Thailand two years ago. That was the first time I swam with this leg. <laughs> uh, it's about two, two miles. I don't know. It's pretty far <laughs> to swim from the boat where they leave you to that beach. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my daughter kept saying, you can do it, mom, you can swim with that leg. And I said, you don't understand the leg doesn't go like the other leg. Mm. But um, so I had to, so when I knew I got bit and saw the blood, <clears throat> the only thing I thought of is, oh no, now I'm going to lose my leg. I didn't lose it. Now I'm going to. It's the only thought I had. And so I was proud of myself for getting to swim that far to the beach I was really proud of myself because I hadn't swam that far since 78 oh wow and uh and then I knew I had to swim back to that boat 
<laughs> and I kept, I was looking how far that boat looked pretty far. <laughs> it looked further than when I first got to the beach. But um, as soon as the water touched my leg, it was burning so bad where that oh. bite was. And I could feel, the, you know, when you get bit and your leg's bleeding or anything's bleeding, you could feel the blood. Yeah. But when I got to the boat, the guy, the man didn't speak English. The only thing he could say is monkey bite, monkey bite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, um, he kept telling me I needed, he was showing me that I needed to go get shots. And um, because it had, you could see, well, I still have a few scars on that leg, but you could see where, um, you know, the, the four big fangs and then the little teeth. You could see the whole mouth. Like, mm -hmm. it had got me good. Um, so I didn't go, I didn't even go get, um, <laughs> the next day I wound up, I didn't even go to the hospital. I waited like two days. And all the people there kept saying monkey bite and, and cleaning it and bringing me drinks. And they were really, really nice. Like, the people are so grateful over there for uh, just everything. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, I came back home and I was so grateful. The shot, getting a shot in each arm. And then a couple of days later, I went back to get a shot in each arm. And I think those shots were worse than having the COVID shot. <laughs> oh, okay. It was terrible. Uh, it was pretty bad. Um, it felt like you had the flu. Oh, wow. And then um, when I came back home, I went to L.A. to my daughter's first. Uh, I had to get shots there. And then I think it was shots for, I'm not sure how many, what I got, 10 or 15 shots. And then I had to go get, um, then I had to go get shots, get blood work done to make sure I didn't get monkey hepatitis, which. Oh my goodness. Not hepatitis, monkey herpes. I think that's what it was. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And that every day I was looking at my leg thinking i can only imagine yeah I, it just i was more scared about losing my leg because of not having total function of this leg but um i just thought i've been through so much that i know after a while i just instead of worrying about what i thought might happen i started thinking about the positive of what isn't going to happen right and once I learned to, once you trained your mind to knock off the negativity, as soon as you catch it, it actually is so much better for you mentally. Mm. <laughs> um, but I knew, I, I don't know, it's just something I knew that uh, I wasn't going to lose my leg. If I was going to lose it, I would have lost it when it first got hurt. Right. Right. And... Um, I mean, by all means, when that happened, they had threatened me for a while with me getting my leg from my knee down, taken off. And at, um, you know, 17 years old, you don't want to hear that. Right. And uh, 
And then when I had the surgery, you know, they told me they were going to have to put a piece of metal in there. And I came out of surgery with no metal. Awesome. The yeah. bone, uh, yeah, the bone uh, grew back together. And they got three pieces of the bullet out. And um, it was a hollow point. I think the, the part about that is uh, probably a week before my leg got hurt, I actually helped make the bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. He, you know, he was uh, older than me. He, you know, being in the military. Um, yeah. We, we'd sit there and make those bullets and I didn't even, and you know, him, I just had remembered him talking about, oh, if he ever got hit with one of these bullets, it would destroy everything. But um, it didn't destroy me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Put that little damper on me. But you know what? Um, I I don't think there's anything that is going to totally, that can destroy me anymore, except for my mind. Yeah. But, Tell them you're, you're made of steel. Huh? Tell them you're made of steel. Yeah. I mean... You know, there's there's a lot of things I can't can't do anymore, but then there's a lot of things that replaced it. Yeah. And um you know but uh I'm walking, I'm uh I can I can run some, but it hurts. I mean it it's uh, there's no flexibility at the foot. Yeah. And uh but it's not, it's not horrible. It was a life, uh, it was definitely a life lesson. But um, I well, do. It sounds like you've come a really long way. And uh, even though you feel like you still have a long way to go, uh, you're in a good space right now. Yes. I mean, there's, there's no quitting. Once you make it through things, there's just no quitting. Uh, yeah. there's, there's no can't. There's no quitting. Uh, when I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting down on myself, I find something to do or I go help somebody. That's a good idea. Yeah. Instead of just sitting there dwelling in it, go find somebody who needs your, your energy and turn it into a positive energy. There's, there's so many people that are older than me, 60s, 70s, 80s, where I said 60s, I'm 60. <laughs> I don't feel 60, but I'm 60. <laughs> but um, You're paying it forward. Yeah, I just, well, it's not even that so much. It's, there's a lot of good people in this world, and, and I haven't been there a lot of good people in my life. For one reason or another, uh, I've stayed away from people for so long that the people that are kind and good, I try to let them know that they're kind and good. And I I don't care what it is. Uh, if I see them struggling with garbage or anything, I'll go grab it. And I'll cook for them. I'll paint for them. I'll Whatever it takes. Uh, I don't... 
I don't get anything out of it. It's just, you know, I want them. I, I think it's important for people to feel important. Yeah. If they don't see it in themselves, I, I make it a habit to tell people that they're important and they're, you know, what they did is important. And right. Things that I didn't have growing up, I try to do that for other people. Um, it's uh, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, we need yes. more people with your your line of thinking in the world. So, world would be a much better place for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. Uh, I always tell people I don't expect nothing from them. What I do is because I want to do it. It makes me feel good. And um, most people know that if there's something they need, they can come to me. As long as they're straight with me and uh, they don't try to do anything to me or my kids, then, you know, I'm fine. I'll, I'll do anything I can for people. Uh, I'm, I already have my paintbrushes in my hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, walking around, I'm walking around and I'm looking for colors and I'm thinking victory, you know, like. Mm -hmm. has to be a certain color. Um, I'll start looking looking for things. Uh, but, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I went over and I, I saw the paint and I picked up the brushes and I'm twirling the paint brushes in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I can't wait to see what you come up with. Yes. Yeah, I will definitely, uh, you guys uh, could give me an idea of like, what types of colors or things that you like and then from that i'll start uh sketching my uh my kitchen table right now is full of paints cookbooks <laughs> fruit i picked peach tree and a plum tree yesterday oh awesome yeah so everybody has their orders and a couple weeks ago it was uh tamales because i love cooking i love tamales <laughs> oh i love making them like my my daughter-in-law said why didn't you go buy the the masa why did you make it and i said because it's not real tamales if you don't do all the work <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> it was a lot of work it took me two days <laughs> yeah i make me start to death right now <laughs> uh, poor kevin he can't eat anything still Oh, no. oh he, he's not well right now. His He had his teeth uh, surgery, and so he's still recovering from that. So he's not ah. able to eat much yet. Oh, that's the ice pack. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like starving to death right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's they have applesauce and pudding. and mm. That's uh, what I do for my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. My second go around too. I'm like, oh, yeah. The, his first go around and my daughter's first go around fell on like the same week. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, uh, I remember having a jaw, and uh, some 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 things uh, I never went to the doctor for. So later in life, you suffer. Yeah. If you don't, uh, well, you know, the stigma. You know, things are, speaking of stigma, things are so different now because uh, 
many, many years ago, when something happened, you couldn't uh, talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's really important um, for people now, you know, you go to the doctor and, and the doctor's looking at you like you're, you know, you're crazy. And, um, and even, you know, well, now I think everybody's getting trained better, way better. Yeah. Uh, the doctors, uh, police officers, back back um, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it's terrible to kind of go through something and you feel so dumb. I think that, I don't know if that's the correct word. Um, you feel like you might as well not say anything because that's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. Like right. you were saying earlier, almost like you deserve it. Right. Um, well, I didn't think I deserved it. I looked at it like if I wouldn't have did something or if I didn't, uh, if I didn't talk a certain way or look a certain way or smile the wrong way or sun didn't shine right, right. these things wouldn't have happened. But, and then the bad thing about all that, like this is where I see I made a full circle, complete circle many times over is I went from that to, um, you know, nobody should be doing nothing to you. Yourself. Right. Uh, no deserves and you know like I said when you when you um, go to the hospital and <clears throat> the doctors and and police officers are talking to you it's so uncomfortable <laughs> it's, yeah um, it's it's not pleasant you know they don't even have enough common sense to put a blanket on you uh, so you grew up and you just dislike everybody um, besides disliking yourself for feeling so dumb <laughs> or not smart enough or, or not enough that's that's yeah um, and then you blame everybody I mean you you blame God you blame everybody <laughs> uh, and then to today um, there just wasn't enough information back then and um, enough training all the way around. Uh, everything has changed so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I just, uh, I hope that, you know, like you guys and, and the spark, you know, these podcasts are so important for people not to give up on what they believe is right and wrong. Right. Um, it's really important. I mean, it's going to save so many lives. Uh, um, it's, you know, I'll probably, you know, I can go maybe six months or more with no counseling. But uh, now, well, now my counselor's finally back after I found a different counselor. Um, but until I feel I handle 
certain situations, I'm, uh, I don't care if I go till my last breath. Right. I'm the same way. The medication, no. Uh, at first, it's okay. it was okay, but no. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I mean, if you need it, yeah, you know, but all the other stuff, uh, you know, you have a doctor trying to give you medicine to control your nightmares at night. I have those. It, if mine goes in cycles, like, you know, my niece, find out about my niece. Uh, of course, I went to sleep and I knew it was going to happen. You don't have a bad dream. But what I do now is instead of laying there and thinking about what the dream is and what it means, I got up, got ready and waited for it to be light outside and went walking. I read. If it happens to me, I wake up and I read to take myself to just like a totally different um, space. So I'm not just seeing the dark around me. Right. Yeah, I, I think I've tried so many things. It all depends. Some things will work for you at that minute. Mm-hmm. And other things don't work, like... Um, the breathing techniques and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I know by the level of how wound up I got, if it's going to work. Um, right. Because my bad dreams, sometimes uh, I'll actually physically attack myself and wake up. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so uh, my poor little uh, grandson, he's 10. I don't know how long, it was four or five months ago. I went to go visit them in LA and uh, I had a bad dream. <laughs> and I am so worried when they sleep in the room with me because I'm verbal. And then I'll actually think I'm fighting somebody. Um, so he, uh, I opened up my eyes thinking he was late for school. And that's why he was calling me late for homeschool. And all the lights were on. They were all staring at me <laughs> from the hallway. Mm. And um, my, you know, my grandson thought I was possessed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so anyways, when they told me what I was saying, I, I mean, I was mortified. I, you know, I had to keep telling him that uh, sometimes it happens. I have bad dreams, but it's okay, you know. And he was scared of me. He was scared of me for about a week. Oh, yeah. I I felt really bad. Uh, just the look on everybody's face, uh, staring. At, you know, all every single light was on. Hmm. So, um, I told. He said, "I'm not going to sleep in the room with you anymore." And you were screaming bloody murder. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so. I um I had about a week of that for some reason, really, really bad. But uh, most of the time, if I, you know, if if I have a bad dream, I uh, I think it all stopped once the seizures and that I got that under control. Mm-hmm. Because this is years of, you know, seventy eight to now having bad dreams, and then all of a sudden I started having seizures. So I was angry. Um, you know, 
I was pretty angry because I thought out of all the things someone did to you or a few people did to you, now you're having seizures and, you know, this is your life. Who's going to want you or like you with seizures? But then once I worked it through, uh, they stopped. I mean. That's great. Yeah. The doctor said, you need to get your PTSD in check. Like it's out of control. And um, I said, there's nothing I can do except probably put myself in a hospital (laughs) to get it straight. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not doing that. I said, I did it it before when I first, you know, in the nineties, when I first wasn't sure what to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just wound up, uh, I mean, I read every single book, listened to podcasts over and over again and uh, just started keeping myself busy telling people, Hey, I can't be near you because these things you're doing are not good for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I even stayed away from my own kids for a while. Wow. I mean, well, they weren't, they were having a hard time understanding. They thought I should have gotten over things. I, you don't, it's, you don't get over things. You learn to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. True. Exactly. You, you, uh, you got to process them many times over. And, um, but so for a while there, you know, I, uh, but it is what it is. And, um, I'm, I'm so much better and I'm so much happier. Um, I don't have to, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, it's really kind of hard to explain. There's, there's, uh. My neighbors. Sometimes there's just no words for, you know. It's like it's, right now, I don't have the right words to describe it, but we we get what you're meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I've had things happen, and I look at it, and I think, gosh, did those things really happen to me? <laughs> when, uh, you know, um, I don't, I don't like, you know, I heard a few times uh, oh well this happened to you and so you're out of your mind yeah uh, <laughs> well if it happened to you would you ever would you be able to survive survive as long as I have right <laughs> you know? exactly so you're asking am I out of my mind obviously I am in the right frame of mind me anymore <laughs> I like yeah. that I like that yeah <laughs> These things happen, they'll never happen again. When I even hear somebody try to talk to me a certain way, mm-hmm. I, I shut it down like quick. That's uh, good. More people need to be able to do that. I think they, they let everybody get to them. Yeah, I I don't have time for it because I, I mean, I literally, I spent so much time praying to die repeatedly. Aww. I mean, repeatedly. And I would I would tell people, would you just please kill me already? I'd like, just mm-hmm. kill me. Mm-hmm. I just want to die. Um, and I would wake up from whatever, and, and there I was. And I kept thinking, 
Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people say God only gives you as much as you can handle. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is he trying to hand, do it so much to me till I have a massive stroke or something? <laughs> because <laughs> I can't do it. But um, I'm here. Like, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I think I shouldn't be here for many yeah. reasons. And uh, I'm here. And so uh, if I can, when this counselor, hopefully, I see a different one on Monday, but I see one on Wednesday, my regular one on Wednesday. And um, I got a list down of things that I haven't worked on that I need to address. And uh, I think it's important if you think you need help, you have to go reach out for the help. If it's not the right help, you go to another place and another place, but you don't give up. Um, Life, no matter what it throws at you, it's, um, and no matter how ugly it seems sometimes, you just, you can't give up. You, you gotta, you gotta push, you gotta keep pushing and, and knowing your heart that, it, it's going to work out. And if it doesn't work out the way you want, you go to it at a different direction. Exactly. Exactly. But there's no uh, giving up. And you just can't. So. Well, Ms. Terry, it has been a pleasure getting to hear your story and your outlook today. Um, I feel like you're an inspiration for a lot of people going through struggles, you know. Mm, very much so very much so yeah just not not being able to give up on yourself and always trying to better yourself is is hard for a lot of people and uh i I praise you for for not giving up on yourself Um, no it's not a it's not an option for me uh never never an option yes thank you for coming on for sure thank you oh thank you i appreciate you guys uh letting me be on and uh let me know about your ideas for your for your podcast for the painting yeah. and um Definitely. i can send you uh i'm walking around with my paintbrush in my hand <laughs> <laughs> looking at things i could paint <laughs> so thank you guys i really appreciate it and um hopefully yes. maybe something i said will help somebody somewhere Yes, that's why we do it. We're hoping to be able to reach people who are going through the same stuff. So, yes. yes. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Have a you're welcome. You. you have a have a great Thank weekend. You. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.